Why, thank you, Nelly. We're going to talk about some of these other games, these storylines from each, which were fascinating. We could ask, which is the biggest fraud? The Miami Dolphins offense, the Cleveland Browns defense, or the entire Dallas Cowboys team? We'll talk about that in a moment. But sort of in keeping with that, I think there's been a major, not just because of what happened Wild Card Weekend, although that certainly enforced some of my opinions, I think there's been a major changing of the guard here in who the top quarterbacks are in the NFL. And I asked these fine gentlemen, Bob and Ron, to put their top 10 quarterbacks on paper or on their computers or maybe on their phones. Let's start with our top five. I can tell you, this was not probably my top five at the beginning of the year. But this is what I have right now. These are my top five quarterbacks. Should I go first or would you like to go first, Ron? Sorry, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. This was your idea. That's okay. Bob, is it okay if I go first? Sure. I can't hear you either. Guys. <laughs> Neither one of us have our microphone. Sure. These guys aren't even paying attention, Nelly, and I thought they were excited for this assignment. Didn't you? Ron seemed very excited I this thought morning. he was excited. I am excited. I just forgot to turn on my damn button. Here's my top five. We'll start with five, and then we'll go to the next five. Patrick Mahomes, one. Joe Burrow, two. Lamar Jackson, three. Josh Allen, four. And C.J. Stroud, number five. That kid is ridiculous how good he is. And I'm open next year to him going all the way up to two or one, depending on what happens in the playoffs. Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Allen, Stroud. Ron, who are your top five? Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Allen, Stroud. Same exact as you. Holy horse milk. So I have to. Same exact as you. <clears throat> but I'm wow. going to. And I have them written down here. I didn't just copy. Mine are written down too, largely the same with one exception. And I'm trying to navigate between uh, guys who have done it versus guys who haven't. And, and, and so I, I'm going to change a little bit. I'm still very bullish on guys like Stroud and Purdy and Love. May I help frame the question for you, Bob? Bob, just give us your damn five top five. Perhaps. Without number an explanation. One, Mahomes. Number two, what? Lamar Jackson. Wait, wait, wait. Mahomes, Lamar. Yeah. Number two, Lamar Jackson. He's going to be a two-time MVP. Number three, Joe Burrow. Number four, Josh Allen. Number five, Aaron Rodgers. And again, I'm looking at what he's done. Now, this injury notwithstanding – I'm not going to think he's going to be any worse off next year when he comes back healthy, and if he plays the way he's capable, he has to be on my list. I totally forgot about him. He's not on my list. He wouldn't make my list either. Mahomes, Lamar, Burrow, and who, Bob? Allen Allen, and Rodgers. And then Rodgers. And then do you want my next five? No. That's very interesting. (laughs) Very interesting. So all three of us us have – Mahomes, Burrow, Jackson, or I mean Lamar, Lamar or Mahomes, yeah. Lamar, Allen. Allen. We all have the same yeah. top and four. Allen, is, we all have the same top four. Well, mine, I have Lamar second. I got that. I mean, but they're still the four guys. Yes. Right. That's very interesting. I would frame it like this: is if I could have this guy going into next season, all t- all the teams in the league. Well, that's were, differently. Were, were, that's different. If you're going to ask that question, you you ask me. Wait, I thought that helped your opinion. Well, I, I'm trying to, again, talk about a guy who's done it, who's still doing it, and yeah. so therefore the, I think Aaron Rodgers and a guy like Matt Stafford, who's on my second five, also deserves consideration. Yeah, I mean, if I could have this guy right now, not necessarily just for the next 30 years, but right now, mm-hmm. who, are, who are the best yeah. quarterbacks in the right. league? So Aaron Rodgers is on my list. Yes, I was trying to help and augment okay, your thank opinion. You. I appreciate that very kindly. <laughs> 
My next five, six through ten, this is where it gets real murky. Wait a second. How come you don't have Stroud in there, Bob? I have him number six. Okay, all right. I have six through ten, Jordan Love. Oh, my God, what happened to this? Come on, who next? I, I lost the thing. Did you sabotage that, Nelly? And see what he does. He scolds us for not having the microphone, no, on, I, yet he completely loses his list. I'm sorry. Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, Brock Purdy, and Jalen Hurts. How about that little list? And I'll defend Jordan Love by saying he's incredible. Did you watch him yesterday? And it wasn't just I loved yesterday. It, I it loved was. It. He came to Pittsburgh and I thought played great here this year. Things went a little south for him down the stretch. In his last, whatever, eight or nine games, he has 23 touchdowns. And one interception. And one interception. Yep. I, I think the kid is great right now. Oh, my right God. Right now. Yeah, I think and, he's tremendous. Here's the thing that you have to appreciate with him and Matt LaFleur who's done a great job with this developmental. Because I thought there was a time, I thought that's not the pick they needed. They have Aaron Rodgers, they need some help. And and a first-round pick on a quarterback who wasn't going to play, because Aaron Rodgers, who knew how long he was going to be there. But look at what they've done with their wide receivers. They have three other – this doesn't even count Christian Watson, who I think is – Might be the best of them. Right. Okay. But they brought in Dontavious, Dontavian Wicks, fifth-round pick this year. He's, yeah. He's turned into a really productive player. They brought in – uh, Jalen Reed, right? Second-round pick this year, prominent player. Last year, Romeo Dobbs, fourth-round pick, star player right now. He's making big plays all over the place, and they got a tight end who's just as good and young. All these young players everywhere, they're not number-one picks, but they're playing like number-one picks immediately. It's right. stunning to me. And they me. complained about that with Rodgers. So I guess the news for me, Ron, in my own personal top ten <clears throat> is the guys who have disappeared from it. I don't think they stink necessarily, but Dak, Jared Goff, Tua, Cousins, and Trevor Lawrence are out of my top ten. Who's your next five? Well, Joe, you and I are exactly the same. Get out. No, no, through the first uh, first seven. Yeah. I have Love at yep. number six, and I have Herbert at number seven. Yep. And then, then we disagree a little bit. Uh, I have Hertz as eight. Purdy is nine and Goff is ten, so Tua is off my list. Uh, Lawrence is off my list. So I mean, and Dak is off your list. And Dak, if it was ever on, Dak, Dak is Dak off was my never list. on my list. Boy, but, did he he lost. Now he are they going to extend him? What do you do with him? Didn't they just do that? I believe he has two years left. Yeah, they did it a couple years. Only two though. I thought they were talking about possible extension. They brought in know. Trey Lance for a reason. I think interesting. All right, here, here we go. My yep. my uh, bottom five, again, it's Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Burrow, Allen, Rodgers. I have C.J. Stroud, and I've been, you know, I thought he was an MVP choice uh, before he got injured, and then he's responded nicely. Six, seven, I have Brock Purdy. I think he's done a lot in a very limited amount of time, and I do consider where he was drafted uh, in this whole process. Seven or eight, Matthew Stafford. I like what he's done, and I still think he's very capable. I think we saw just a tremendous oh professor God, by him great yesterday. Number eight is Jalen Hurts. I do it because now you got number nine now. Or nine, Jalen Hurts. Number ten is Jordan Love. Honorable mention: Goff and Herbert. No, uh, have, no, uh, Trevor. No, Trevor. Trevor. Well, 
I did no not Dak. Think, no Dak. The Dak one, was never on my top line. No? No. The one thing that stands out about all of our top tens is I don't know how you can't have Justin Herbert on there. I just don't – I want to see results, and, and he's never had the chance. I know their defense stinks, and their head coach put him in a bad situation. The number's always been good, but I until I see it – and that's why Jalen Hurts is on my list, and he isn't. I put Love there again. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who I want moving forward. Love looks very uh, proficient to me, efficient, and more than I ever thought he could be, he's turned into. So, I'm But if it was who you'd have moving forward, you wouldn't have Aaron Rodgers on that list. Next year, I would. I haven't seen anything other than his injury to slow him down. I, I thought he'd come into this Bob, year and be a reason. he's 100 years old and he just tore up his Achilles. Is that, do you, okay. you think he's going to come back real good next year? I think he's going to be good uh, for the Jets. I that. do. And I also, again, factor in a four-time NFL MVP. Again, I think that still plays in his DNA here. So that's why I would put him on that list. The other news is that we all have C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love in our top ten. I, and Purdy, too. It. And Purdy. And Purdy. And nobody would have thought <laughs> Purdy, when he was drafted, would be anywhere near anything. And here he is. But, again, systems make quarterbacks at times. It goes both ways. you got to be good to, uh, to, you know, to uh, pull off a system. But a guy like Love, a guy like Purdy, a guy like Stroud. Man, the play Both. calling in all of these games. If you watch that game against Cleveland, they had rollouts by design going deep to tight ends. They had great play calls that were executed beautifully. I, I could not be more impressed by Love and uh, Purdy and uh, C.J. Stroud. And C.J. Stroud. I mean, that guy's just transformed a franchise down there. And he's given them a legit franchise quarterback immediately in his rookie season that can be surrounded by some veterans who you can go out and give money to or draft picks because they got a lot of them from the Browns. Thank you very much, Cleveland. Let's argue about the games now, shall we? Or maybe we'll agree. Just, you know, your general thought, storyline about some of these games that happen over the weekend because even in blowouts, they were very notable. And let's start with your Cleve Brownies. Ron, what the hell happened to the uh, Cleveland Browns? Flacco Magic ran out, and their defense got lit up by C.J. Stroud. Did he have a perfect passer rating in that game? Yes, and so did Jordan Love. Uh, I mean, no, just... he didn't. He was one fifty-seven two. No, they both were the same. One fifty-eight three. I have C.J. Stroud at one. It doesn't matter. One fifty-seven two. They're same. Then they but weren't that's perfect. Not 158 three. They're not perfect. But technically, that is perfect. No, it isn't. 158 three is perfect. Okay, then. 157 is, is a little bit it's less. The first rookie ever to start a playoff game on a perfect. Who are you talking about, Stroud? I'm talking about Stroud, and also first time as a starter. Both. Well, they're not 158. All right, we're going to argue about well, point three. All right, here. I, I get it, but <laughs> he didn't have it's a not a perfect passer rating. Okay. It was close to perfect, but not. Perfect. It's not a demerit on him. This is unbelievable, Bob. Hey, you guys are just man, no. I'm, all the minutia here. Minutia. You, There's minutia. a difference between perfect and it's almost perfect. I saw it was two perfect. perfect performances by two young quarterbacks. So did I. Let's move on. All right, and, and I mean, Miles Garrett. Where was he? The whole Cleveland defense just did nothing. Stroud picked him apart, um, and I can only imagine the pain in Cleveland today. Well, that they defense. thought they were going to go a little further with Joe Flacco. And he throws two pick sixes in consecutive possessions in the second yeah, half. And the thing about it, they were terrible throws, too. And in six games, yeah, he had 14 touchdowns. He also threw 10 interceptions in those six games. And, and now Stefanski is saying, hey, we're ready to go back to Deshaun. He's going to be great next year. 
what the hell else is he going to say? They owe him like $200 million guaranteed, whatever it is. Well, my story from this game is it's back to reality for your Cleve Brownies. It was fun. Your defense wasn't all it was cracked up to be. They were last. Did you see that when that stat flashed during the game? They were last in the NFL in red zone defense this season? Yeah, and on the road they were one of the worst defenses. They weren't top ten in scoring defense. The Steelers had a better defense than them. But anyway, it's back to reality. Miles Garrett's a front runner. Deshaun Watson stinks. Nick Chubb is hurt. You're saddled with one of the most the most ridiculous contract in the history of the league. And and now it's about one thing for the Browns. Deshaun Watson better repay them by being great. If he's not, they're going to go back to being the, the Browns is the Browns. The Browns real fast. Real fast. Yeah, and I wouldn't be as optimistic as they are. Well, what is yeah, I, do you think they in their heart of hearts are optimistic though? What is Stefanski supposed to say? Well, he well rushed, we're going to be going mean, to be good okay. with Deshaun next year. He's yeah, ready yeah. to rock and roll. Keep denying what the what the uh, tape shows but you. They then. don't have any choice but to yeah, say exactly that. because Jimmy Haslam went nuts. Well, and this was a chance. For, this was a chance for them to advance, and I think a lot of people thought it was a great defense. Thought, I, I mean, Flacco threw consecutive pick sixes, but he was going toe to toe with Stroud in the first half. Now Cleveland blew them out on Christmas Eve, but Stroud did not play in that game. Right. right. What a difference he makes, huh? Yeah, amazing. Well, that's what a quarterback. David does. Tepper's probably in his when he's alone thinking about we took, and, and this has nothing to do with Bryce Young, who still might be a good quarterback, but that first pick. Could have been C.J. Stroud to them. Not the, and the teams are different. I, th- I think they have some really good young players on Houston where I think Carolina needs to find more. But we'll, they could we'll have never, had. It's the same old story. We'll never know. I, I seriously doubt C.J. Stroud would have been great in Carolina. You have an unstable uh, situation there. Your owner is just does but, one but, stupid thing after another. You had an unstable coaching situation, as it turned out, whereas Stroud walked into – what appears to be a great coaching situation. Yeah, but at the beginning of the year, their over and under was four and a half. They were supposed to be all just awful, and that's why I think D'Amico Ryan should be a hands-down winner for coach of the year, and I've said this before this game was played. Stefanski is, okay, fine, all these quarterbacks, but he was loaded for bear compared to what Houston had and the expectations there for I remember going into the season when I did wins and losses, I predicted Houston would beat the Ron Steelers. was on Houston. I said they're going to be better with the – quarterback and, and the defensive you know line, I'm, never would I have thought they'd do this. I'm not going to say that, but uh, I, I kind of like them a little yeah. bit. This was a chance for Cleveland to have a little bit of a magic ride. You know, if they lose a great game in Houston, then you can live with that, I think. They went up there and got eviscerated, embarrassed. Now nobody remembers the season. Who cares what they did this season? Right. They got embarrassed by a rookie quarterback and the Houston Texans, and they're saddled with 64 million-dollar cap hits the next three years for a quarterback who hasn't even shown he can still play. Right. It's not hard to No, and they that. have no draft cap. <laughs> what are they going to do? Exactly, <laughs> man. They're, that is not a good situation. It was also a chance for Miles Garrett to go out and, you know, wreck a game and dominate a playoff game, and he did the opposite. And he still may get player of the year because that voting is done before the playoffs. Yeah. And he, wow. also, he was also bad down the stretch, but he I, th- I think he gets it as a Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm, I think you're right. It's, uh, ri- it's ridiculous. If you look at straight numbers, there's no way he's even in the ballpark, but so be it. All right. Other games. It's that same night. Tua goes into Kansas City 
and basically gets broken in half. And the Chiefs look like the Chiefs. I, I've seen that game a thousand times, right? Isaiah Pacheco was really good, and they knew he had to be. Um, Mahomes is still Mahomes. You see him, his helmet get cracked? Yeah. I've never saw that in an NFL game. I guess the cold had something to do with that, right? Cracked his helmet. Well, everything had some. Uh, they had uh, icicles forming off Andy Reid's yeah, mustache. I saw that. He got a lot of TV time for that. <laughs> Here's Th- the they thing. look like the Chiefs, Joe, just like you said. And they're healthy. But they go on the road and next. And they're healthy. They go on the road. Patrick Mahomes has never had to do this in a playoff. Never, never, never before. Do they definitely why are you go on saying, the road? No why are you what? saying they go on the well, road? Because if the Steelers beat Buffalo, okay, whatever they're going to. So have you're to saying go, Buffalo's going to beat the Steelers? No, what I'm saying is they eventually have to go on the road before they get to a Super Bowl. <laughs> that's true, and that's they a have, big. That's a big difference. Right. Maybe, maybe right. not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Right now well, in the AFC, if Houston would beat Baltimore, <clears throat> okay, right. Assuming all that happens, if things work out, all these games have to go their way. They could be home. Taking on the Steelers, they're right? healthy and they're the Chiefs. They're going to be. That. They're going to be. I want to see them on the road. Uh, so do I, situation. and that, that's a huge. If difference. the Steelers lose, they get a home game for sure next week. Buffalo would right. go to Kansas. City. And if they win, no, 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 no. Kansas City goes. Kansas to Buffalo. City goes to Buffalo. Kansas City goes to Buffalo. Right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So they're but on the, the road. Steelers... So if the Steelers win, they go. Kansas City gets a home game. Yeah. Right. 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 But right. if the Steelers lose, which they're expected to do, then Kansas City must go to Buffalo, and that's where I want to see how they operate in road conditions. I know, but... I don't want to see it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I want to see how it, they It's eventually... a whole different ball game, but they're healthy, and they're the Chiefs. I'm still not convinced that the receivers I'm are that good. I'm not sold on the receivers Rice either. has become he a star. Is. What he do you has. mean? Well, the other guys are guy dropping the ball all over the place. That's enough. Okay. I mean, he's done it with, uh, he's done it with lesser people than this. He this... is still, to me, spectacular. Yeah, he keeps winning. That's why he's number one on all of our lists. And and they have a really good defense. All, Miami, I, all I know so is, is Miami is, a fraud to you then? Yeah, them in Dallas. Think, what everybody said about them in Dallas, true. In fact, they would they would say so. Their head coach reality sets in, and he's not this magic man that everybody thinks he is. Oh, their offense. Did you see Kurt Warner break down their offense? Yeah. He went back and looked at the tape of the game and said, Tua does nothing after the first his first read. They're a one read offense. Yeah. Very. I mean, that guy disappoints me because I really liked him. Tua or Mike McDaniel? Uh, you Tua. know, one guy we didn't have on our list, not that he should be on his list, but I'm intrigued by his future Mason is Justin, Justin Fields. Mason Rudolph? I want to see what Justin Fields is with another team, if yeah. that's what happens. Because I think that guy has an enormous talent. He's only 24 years old. My goodness. He's had an enormous amount of experience for being 24. He's younger than Kenny Pickett. What if Mason's the star of the game today? What if he is? Well, then I think more people will come to the conclusion that he should be your starter next year, regardless what happens after. And it's not impossible that he would be. No, he's, he's and, played very well. What if he goes out today? And, and what would a training camp or preseason <clears throat> games do to change that? He may not be here though, Bob. Every, if well, he plays it's, great it's today, it's all based on what he gets. Everything changes. He he goes twenty to twenty-seven for two hundred and eighty, couple touchdowns, and they win the game. Everything has changed then. Mm-hmm. Does Deontay get a touchdown today? I'm going to ask you Does over-unders. Pickens get a touchdown. I'm going to ask you today. all your over-unders very soon, Ron. Very quickly. Two Green, more two more games. Green Bay, Dallas. The story is that Dallas is a fraud and that Belichick may be the next coach. And Jordan Love is the real deal. And they're a problem for the and, Niners. And they are 10-1 and one in their last 11 against Dallas. They've beaten them every time in AT&T Stadium the last five games. They've played them there. 
and won more playoff postseason games in that stadium than the Cowboys. That, I love that stat. And Dallas is one of the few teams in history that, is, that has lost three consecutive games despite being seven or bigger uh, favorites, which is hard to do. And it looked like uh, there were problems from the beginning with C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott. Like, I wonder if, again, if you get off to a good start today in Buffalo, I think there's potential for a Diggs-Allen problematic afternoon where Diggs gets very frustrated. They haven't always been thing. on the same page, have no, they? And now without Gabe Davis, your Steelers ought to be able to do some things to take Diggs away. Don't forget about Shakira Shakira because he has been a good player for them. Yeah, they have some underrated like playmakers, energy guys on offense and defense, the Bills do. They're, they have some strength in numbers going on. If Mason plays great today, is he automatically the starter next season? Does no. that does that cast him into the starter's role? It would depend on what he if he's here. It's his choice, not yeah, theirs. Clearly, I think yeah. Tomlin go well, maybe Tomlin won't be here. Who knows? I, I think uh I think Kenny Pickett would go to camp as number one. Mason may be given the chance to compete. That's my feeling. What if Mason were then to go into Baltimore and play great? Then no, you have no then, choice. Then you got no choice, probably. Do you agree with that, Bob? Yeah, I mean, again, what would a training camp and a preseason do to change that? I don't care if Kenny Pickett had a better one than he did this past preseason, which is hard to say he could. He was perfect he on was every five-for-five five right. touchdown. So, so what would that prove to you? Nothing. Lastly. It's high-stakes poker, right? A great game last night. A great game. Best of I thought they did a great them, yeah. job on the TV broadcast. I thought it was really fun to watch from the beginning with Stafford against Goff. It was such a and dramatic story. Kneecap Campbell. Do you think he's hero in Detroit today? Man, I would say so. And then the atmosphere inside that building was was just electric. And then you know what I, it reminded I thought the Rams me? outplayed them. I thought they were going to win, but they didn't. You know what that reminded me a little bit of? The 2013 Pirates-Reds game. It did. It did from the, the beginning. Perfect yes. storm. You're playing. You're against your old quarterback. And you you haven't won was the first playoff game win in thirty one years yeah, or something. It reminded me thing. of this pa- uh, Pirates and Reds in two thousand thirteen. Same thing, same here. Crowd yeah. electric. Hungry, hungry, hungry is the only thing I thought of. They were just starving for something like this, and they got it. And they got now it. Now they get another home game. And then Goff made the play at the end where where Sean McVay didn't go for it, which I was astounded by. And then Goff makes the throw. And they win the game. And, Had a little mismanagement and, of their timeouts, too, and it cost them because they didn't have time to, um, you know, stop that drive, that last drive. for. But I, I would have gone for it. I mean, at that point, what are you doing? You only have so, one timeout left, and you may never get the ball back, and they never did. Goff goes 22-27 of 27 for 255 and a 121-8 passer rating. Matthew Stafford with a busted-up hand, throwing sidearm. And a near concussion. Throwing no-look passes. Goes 25 of 36 for 357. Two touchdowns, no picks, and a 121 rating. And I think our friend Cam Sutton got away with a little bit of a, a – or a lot of a jersey pull on that last incompletion, by the way. Yeah. Other than that, he had kind of a tough evening, didn't he? He did. Steven Nelson didn't, though, former Steeler. Yeah, he, he came up with a big punt, one. The kick uh, – interception back. Against uh, go against uh, I am Flacco. fascinated to watch the Packers and 49ers for a lot of different storylines in that one. Me too. I saw the speech uh, afterwards, uh, kneecaps to his team, and you know, flipped the game boy. He said to Goff, "You're good enough for Detroit." I loved it. It was pretty cool. You're a, good enough for Detroit. What a great moment. 
How about Stafford? What though? a great can we, trade! Can we send B- him both, off. Both yeah. were good trades for them. It that, was a great know. trade yeah. for both teams. Whatever it was, new beginnings, whatever they both worked. And what I thought about the Rams, I still think they were going to be trouble for anybody they played because they can move the ball through the air think Nakua very, can, very rapidly. You think Nakua can play a little bit? A little huh? bit. little bit. Wow, is that guy good. And, and a fifth-rounder, just like uh, Wicks is for Green Bay, a fifth-round pick in his rookie season tearing things up. It's crazy. Let's do some over-unders and our final picks coming up next. Why don't we take a call on the Dome thing, too? Why don't we go to that, Nelly? I don't want to leave everybody off the off the lines there. Go ahead. I believe Michelle, who was on the hold, she hung up. So I don't believe there are any right now on the Dome, but we can go to somebody else if you would like. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Coming up next, Ron's over-unders, Bob's over-unders, and my over-unders. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Text God bless line, you, Bob. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say, there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. We're done at one. You can join Pony and Muller at Shorty's Pins and Pints. Before the game here or whatever, right when the game starts. Well, no, before the game because they're going on at one. What am I thinking? So get over there. Uh, enjoy 250 IC lights and $10 taco bar during the game. Bob is yawning, but I can guarantee you he is excited about the game. So I want to tell you about the Good Feet store. I play a lot of golf, I do a lot of walking. The joints in my big toes have been screaming at me for years. Help! I'm in pain, they yell at me. And, you know, forget, forget about, like, elite athletes. You know, if you're just trying to do basic tasks at home, let alone weekend warrior stuff or just trying to play a game at tennis, go for a walk. You can't do it, or it becomes very unenjoyable when you have foot pain, whether that's, you know, pain and burning Maybe in the ball of your feet, balls of your feet. Um, maybe you have trouble getting to the bathroom, things like that. Good Feet Store can work for you. It's working for me right now. They fitted me. Uh, the whole solution is inside the shoes. That's where they fitted me with the solution. And it's a system that they have where you progressively go through it and you start to feel, I started to feel better. I started to feel better and you could too. Suddenly the pressure is relieved. Suddenly when I'm going to chase that golf ball, you know, up a hill that I've sliced or, you know, hit directly in the wrong direction somewhere, it just becomes a more enjoyable day. But you know that when you, when you get some relief from foot pain. So I went to the store at Robinson Town Center across from Ikea. You could go there or Cranberry Township Route 19 next to Walgreens. It's the Good Feet store. You can come in and have that good feet, great feeling today. Comfort, energy, performance, and pain relief at the Good Feet Store. What's cooking? Brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Very kindly. Call 412-Reuter2 and by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Equally as kindly. Fan weather from Sun Chevy, 23 Silverado, 1500s up to $7,500 in rebates. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado, sunchevy.com. Today, high at 24 with a chance of snow in the overnight. Social media's biggest loser, Halsey, is brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today 
at Awaken 180 because it works also. Uh, Bob, what happened Bob, over what there? What was that? What happened? What you happened? dropped your phone. What, what happened? Oh, uh, I was scared there for I, a second. Rob. I was afraid. So was I. The 50, 50 minute mark um, is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills and the fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. We're done at one o'clock, so let's get to it here. Let's get to our predictions for this game and the other game tonight. You ready, Ron? Let's, I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, we've already made our picks. I, I think Steelers at Buffalo. Buffalo minus 10 is the line we use. Bob, you like the Steelers to cover? You like them to win. 13-12. Uh, Joe, you like the Steelers to lose but cover. But cover 17-16. So, so you're taking – I'm taking Buffalo to cover, and I hope I'm wrong. I have 17-6. I don't feel real good about it. Uh, the game tonight, Philly at Tampa Bay, the Baker Mayfields getting three at home. Uh, Philly, which has just crashed and burned. Can they get it together in Tampa tonight? Tampa plus three at home. Who do you got, Joe? I have – wait, Tampa's plus three? Plus three at home. Yeah, Holy they're underdogs at home. I still have Philly. Believe it or not, I think Philly's got one more game, good game left in them. They're they're too talented, yes, especially offensively, me too. just to wilt here. And Tampa hasn't exactly been overly impressive, and Baker is is hurting. Uh, I'm a little on a little disappointed you took Philly because I have Philly too. If if you win the Steelers game, you'll be two up on me with seven to go. That's almost an insurmountable lead. Bob, who do you like in the Philly game? I like Tampa. I think Philly is falling apart. I think they have insurrections going on in their own locker room. I think A.J. Brown is not. He's not going to play, right, A.J. Brown? Uh, I, I don't think. I think they're going to take him he's for out. next week. He's not been uh, – he was injured last week. So, if he doesn't play, I think they're kind of limited. So, I do like Tampa to cover at home. All right. Picks are in. Let me jump in here. We have a live update from a man on the road or he may be at the stadium, our very own Jeff Hathorne. Jeff? How are you? How was the ride? How is the ride? Where are you? We made it. We're here looking at Highmark Stadium right now. The ride was absolutely clear, perfect, fine. Uh, there were no issues with the roads at all. In fact, it hasn't snowed a drop. And for the most of the way, it was sunny until you got to about, and there wasn't much snow until you got to about Angola. Right. And from Angola, you could just see it start to rise. And there's there's definitely some snow here, but right now it's, it's fine. Field looks field looks good, but the stands they tell me has a lot of snow, right? Yeah, we haven't made it in there yet, but all the pictures and we were just talking to uh, somebody that was in there and just said it's about fifty percent cleared. So. <laughs> and how are the wind conditions? And they're and by the way, we talked to an usher. They I get apparently they're telling people that they may have to stand or kind of brush off their own way uh, for the game. With the snow, yeah, uh, I saw some of the pictures yeah. of the seats. It looks like a foot of yeah. snow where you there's no way yeah. you could sit. And they were just trying to clear the aisleways. Joe, ask you how the wind was, Jeff. How is it bad? I mean, I'm out here right now. You can probably can't even hear it through the phone. I mean, it's just very minimal, and it's only supposed to gust up to about 15, maybe to 20. So it it is miles different than what it would have been if they would have played this game yesterday. Is snow expected during the game, Jeff? Potentially. Now, it, it was bright sunshine the whole way, but it's starting to get a little cloudy here at Orchard Park. So 
I guess there's a chance for a little snow during the game, but nothing that, that seems ominous. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and the good thing about up here is, you know, they've done this before. So the roads were fine. Everything was, was plowed, and uh, making the way in here was, was a breeze. All right, Jeff, we know you're busy. We have to finish at 1 today because Pony and Muller are live on location at nice. uh, Shorty's Pins and Pints. So we appreciate it. Leave us with a prediction. Yes, Who sir. wins this you're game not, and a score? You're, you're not getting out of here You're not that. getting out without oh. a prediction. Uh, I said Buffalo 10 before all of this moved. I'm going to say now a Buffalo 9-point win. Since all, so I will say 23-14 to 14 built. Thank you, Jeff, and good luck getting in the stadium. Enjoy the wings and Dunkin' Donuts. Good good luck driving home tonight. Yeah, and check out all our stuff at KDK or 937thefan.com. Thank you, Jeff. Very generous of him. Let's do some over-unders. Are you gentlemen ready? Let's go. Let's do it. All right, Josh Allen, over-under 55 and a half yards rushing. Over. 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 Josh Allen, over under 275 and a half yards passing. Under. Under. Over. Ooh. Mason Rudolph, over under 225 yards passing. Under. 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 Mason Rudolph, over under one and a half touchdown throws. Under. 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 Josh Allen, over under one and a half turnovers of any kind. Under. Under. I'm going to say one. Over. Ooh. Among the, all the running backs in this game, who fumbles? Give me a name and a fumbler. I'm going to say Cook for Buffalo. James uh, that's Cook. not my fault. Don't blame me. Uh, I, I don't like Najee to fumble. He doesn't fumble hardly at all. What was the one game that he did that uh, well, was New England, and, right, that cost yeah. him uh, a bad uh, – you know, Warren let it, left it on the field like three times against Baltimore. I'm going to say uh, Cook as well. Mason Rudolph, over under 0.5 interceptions. Over. Over. One. Over. Herbig, who everybody seems to be uh, pegging as their <clears throat> hidden star today, over under 0.5 sacks. I say over. Under. I'm thinking he might get one. Highsmith, over under 0.5 sacks. I think he might get one, over. too. Over. 0.5 strip sacks. Zero. Under. I'm going to say over. I think he gets one. Uh, Minka, over under 0.5 interceptions. Hasn't had one all year. Do, but I'm going to say under. Under. Over. Those will be Josh Allen's two turnovers. Najee Harris, over under 25 and a half carries. Over. That's a big I'm, number. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say way over. They've done this in Buffalo before. You remember in a snow globe with Le'Veon Bell, he had 38 mm. carries. Things have changed a little bit. Najee's become the guy again. 27 carries, 25. I'm gonna. If you gave me over under 34 and a half carries, I'm saying over. Wow. I would, I, would, I would say under How that. About that. I would say under on that. Huh? Okay. You like that horse? You like that <laughs> horse? Uh, I, that's what I see. I see him getting a huge carry day today, much the way Le'Veon Well, a lot goes. of that will depend on how this first quarter goes. If they're behind and things have to change, they may get away from that. So, uh, Presley Harvin, over yeah. under 0.5 terrible punts. Over. 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 <laughs> that could be a big factor today. James Cook. How, how, are, how are their kicking game? Buffalo, the punter yeah, and the they, kicker. Yeah, they have a good punter. 
I don't know how reliable their kicker's been over the course of the season. Tyler Bass, I think he's been pretty good. I don't have the numbers in front of me, Ron. I apologize for that. I should have well, had the numbers. I'll accept your I should have come apology. Here prepared. I know it's coming from your heart. <clears throat> I should have come here prepared, and I'm deeply ashamed of that. <laughs> no, I'll tell you right now. The most accurate kickers in the league. Would you like to know that, Ron? Sure. I know you would. Bob, why don't you give Ron an over-under while I look that up? It's, uh, I don't think it's Justin Tucker this year, is no, it? No, it's Boswell, uh, uh, but he's not the only guy from Dallas. Hasn't missed all year. They brought him in. He was a... And then he misses he rug- an extra point yesterday. Yeah, Boink, was, he a rugby, was he a rugby player? What was he doing? But he that was, was incorrigible. Aubrey is his name. I thought he didn't miss one field goal all year. Actually, Tyler Bass has only made the Bills kicker 82.8% mm-hmm. of his mm-hmm. field goals. He's missed two from 40 to 49. He's missed one between 30 and 39. That's not a good percentage, Ron. No, and that could be a factor today, too. Yes, it couldn't. We have to go. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank Aloha. you. Aloha. Joe, see, see you tomorrow morning. And Joe, are we talking about it? No, we're, we think we're talking about a loss tomorrow, don't we? I do. I do, Just too. much closer than you think. All right. Before we leave, I have a message for the people. I want to talk about uh, Mr. Reuter Plumbing, Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. And, man, I'm going to give you the phone number for him, and you better write it down, 412 Reuter 2 This weather has been cold freezing out there you know what happens sometimes when it gets this cold pipes freeze and break and if you uh have that kind of problem you want to have this number handy 412 rooter 2 412 rooter 2 mr rooter plumbing the only plumbing company to call uh if you have any kind of a plumbing problem maybe a frozen broken pipe maybe something simple just like a backed up sewer you call 412 rooter 2 mr rooter plumbing has been in this market going on 21 years you see their trucks everywhere on the highway, over 50 of them, out on the highway every day. I'm just telling you, if you have a plumbing problem, the only number to call, 412-ROOTER-2. I've been saying this for going on three years now. Pittsburgh's number one. Let me say it two more times. Number one. Let me say it one more time. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing.